My name is Billy Kobe, and you're listening to Do Better Media. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and most other podcast carriers. Please don't forget the hashtag when searching for Do Better Media on your favorite podcast carrier. On this episode of Do Better Media, we will be talking to Ramon J. Irving, founder of the Lincoln, Nebraska nonprofit, Black African Family. Also on this podcast episode, MB, Mary Beth Johnson, and I have a quick discussion on where we've been for the past month or so. As always, thank you so much for listening to Do Better Media. time for the Do Better Media Nonprofit Spotlight. This segment is to showcase the wonderful work nonprofits are doing in our communities all across the country. Once again, this is the Do Better Media Nonprofit Spotlight. Joining us today in the Do Better Media Nonprofit Spotlight is Ramon J. Irving, founder of Black African Family. Ramon, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem, and thank you for inviting me. So let's start at the beginning. What led you to start Black African Family? Um, I would say what led it would be 2019. I would say that would be around the time COVID was taking off. And I just noticed a lot of different groups um, coming out and claiming to have solutions for our community. And a lot of those solutions were just more conversations about the problem, wasn't really a solution. So I thought to myself that, hey, I have a good idea on some solutions. So from 2019, I've been planning it, mapping it out, making sure I have every step covered uh, so I can be uh, So I would just say, just, you know, just my annoyance of not actually having a solution for our people is what led me to start Black African Family. Ramon, you mentioned um, solutions for our people. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about um, some of the needs that Black African Family addresses? Um, the three needs that Black African Family addresses is education empowerment, and unity. Um, Education right now, our kids are reading at a third grade level. Our high school kids are reading at a third grade level. So what that is saying to me is that they can't comprehend information. They don't understand information. Um, Empowerment, the lack of identity. Um, I grew up here in Lincoln, Nebraska, and the only two things I thought I would be able to do because of the only two things I saw was uh, football or street life. I never knew about the divine nine fraternities and sororities. I, I, I never saw the representation. Um, and I feel like to empower our kids and show them a better representation and that there are other options available, um, that's very important. 
because I didn't realize my full potential until I left Nebraska and learned about other Black people in different fields of work, fields of life, um, and unity. I'm pretty sure every Black family you've heard, it takes a village to raise their child. Um, so that's where I come from. I come from that understanding of it takes a village. Everybody's going to have a role, and everybody's role is important. Um, but before we can get to handing out roles and making sure everybody has uh, their role, we have to unite and we have to come together. We got to have fun together. You know, we got to start eating together again. We got to start going out and having fun together again. And then we can start to build together. Um, so that's where the unity community comes in. So, Ramon, tell us some of the programs and events that Black African Family puts on. Uh, one of the programs that we have right now is at the Youth Detention Center. Um, we do fitness groups. Um, so Mondays and Wednesdays, we go to the detention center and we work out with uh, the youth there. It's just to give them some physical activity, something to release their stress, uh, raise their endorphins, and just mix up their day-to-day -day, uh, monotonous schedule. Um, we also are working on a men's group uh, for the young men there to help them identify their rites of passage into manhood um, and as well as giving them the best understanding of what a man is and what that looks like in our community. <clears throat> Another program that we are rolling out this uh, summer is going to be Working Hands. Um, I'm partnering with uh, Black Belt Movers and the Elite Tire and Elite Automotive and Tires. Um, we're basically going to take some youth we're going to give them hands-on experience on the job, as well as classroom understanding of business and the way it functions. So they're going to get a well-rounded understanding. So whether the youth is an entrepreneur and wants to be a boss, we can equip them with that. Or if the youth is a worker, we can equip them with the knowledge, understanding, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Knowledge, understanding, and importance of their role in the function of a business to make that business successful. Uh, because a lot of business owners now uh, complain about the work morale and that you know it's hard to find people to work. So I feel like if you teach these young men about, hey, you are important and their purpose in it, then uh, they can continue to be better employees and help the business grow. So that's that one. And our event, our first community event, which I'm like super excited about, um, is this Sunday, Mother's Day, at Trago Park, which is right next door to the Malone Center on uh, North 22nd. We will be there from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, Fly Dogs will be catering it. We will have a DJ, DJ Kev will be there. Um, we'll have bouncy houses. We'll have raffles for mothers. We'll also have gift bags for mothers. Just showing our appreciation and um, doing that third thing, which is uniting, bringing everybody together and having a reason to celebrate together. Um, so those are our uh, programs and events that we have going. I'm working on a lot more. So um, I would say after this event, Mother's Day, give me about a month and we'll be rolling out with uh, another community event just to keep that community atmosphere thriving. Well, that sounds fantastic. And this Sunday... Mother's Day, an event at Trago yes. Park here in Lincoln. 
That sounds that sounds fantastic. Yes, and, and we also are feeding the kids. Kids eat fruit. So please bring the babies. We have beef dogs. And for our vegans out there, we got veggie dogs. So, Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. So for those out there who may want to get involved with Black African Family or attend the events, how would they go about reaching out? Um, here at Black African Family, we are solution-based. Uh, so with that being said, um, 90% of the funds that we are getting are going towards our solutions which are running our programs and doing our events. So when it comes to contacting us, it's very simple. You can just go on Facebook and uh, look us up, Black African Family. You can follow our page, like it, send a message. We'll reply just as if it was a text or an email. Um, we like to keep it very simple. We put our events there. Everything will be on our Facebook page. And we only post when we have something relevant to post. So um, yes, we're not going to post all the time. Unless we got some stuff going on all the time, then we'll be frozen all the time. Outstanding. Outstanding. And I'm going to try and make it to that event uh, this Sunday. I can't promise anything, but I'm going to try and make it in memory of my mother uh, who passed away about a decade ago. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's imperative that we um, honor our mothers. Um, A quote that I love says, there's no value that you could put on paying your mother back or your grandmother. There's no object. The only way you can pay your mother back or your grandmother back is by doing something, being someone they can be proud of. So I'm big on celebrating mothers. I'm big on always doing extra just to make my mother proud because I understand that that's the only thing I could ever really do to really thank her for all that she's done for me. So uh, My mother's not going to be there. Uh, she will be out of town, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I just want this day to be a day that we celebrate all of our mothers. You know, let them know that they are special. And we appreciate it. And, um, yeah, we're just going to continue to do things to make them proud. Be better people. That sounds fantastic. That sounds fantastic. Ramon Irving, thank you so much for joining us on Do Better Media. No, man, thank you. Um, Anytime, I will jump back on air and we can chat it away. This has been the Do Better Media Nonprofit Spotlight. Thank you so much for listening to Do Better Media. Do Better Media, thank you for joining us. Billy Kobe, Mary Beth Johnson here. MB, how have you been? It's been a while. It has been a while. Um... Gosh, good to hear your voice too, Billy. Um, I feel like how have you been is a big question. <laughs> it's a big question these days. <laughs> you know, overall, I've been good. Overall, I've definitely been good. Um, but it, yeah, it has been a while since we chatted. The last few months seem to have just presented a, quite a few, quite a few challenges, like and big ones too. But nothing that was like all 
earth or life shattering. You know, one of them is um, I've had to find a new home. Uh, I, the place where I live, it's uh, I rent a condo and the condo owners wanted to sell. So I did not anticipate having to move at this time. And I think, I don't know, for some of our listeners, maybe they can relate, like having to move can be a very stressful experience. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it just reminds me too, like when you have a home and you feel safe and secure, like the gift that it, that brings to your life, the peace and calm that that brings to your life is so phenomenal. So yeah, doing a little bit of, you know, trying to find a new home, new home search, getting ready for that. And my mom's health has been challenged a bit. And then in addition to that work is just the, the busiest time ever. Maybe other listeners can relate to that piece too, but I've been good. It's just, you know, some of those big things in life when they kind of get disrupted all at the same time. And of course you don't plan for it. Uh, just throw some curveballs. I absolutely understand. Work has been really hectic for me lately, particularly over the last few weeks. I've been assigned a few new projects and it's just been a very, very busy very hectic time in my life too. So I can totally relate, totally relate. And it's, it's funny that we're recording today because I've been thinking about going into some of our old uh, episodes and finding one of your meditations to listen to, to kind of center myself. Um, I feel like I've needed that um, over the last, few weeks or so oh i love that yeah <laughs> go to the archives <laughs> bring back some old content definitely um i know we talk a lot about like just the power of a simple meditation the power of breathing um and also just being a human on this planet at this time is is really challenging and just even as you and I described, even something like work being busy, in addition to everything that's going on in the world and in our lives, like things can feel heavy and complicated and stressful at times. But having those moments to check in and you know be a little bit more with your breath, be a little bit more with um, where you are in the moment and meet that moment can be super helpful. Um, yeah, dig up those archives. Actually, that's a good reminder for me to do the same because I... I have to admit, like these last few months, um, my meditation practice, because of all that's going on, has ebbed and flowed. And so I would wake up in the morning and I would actually set my alarm for super early in the morning be like, yeah, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this 30-minute stretching, then meditation, then breathing. I'm going to just center myself. My day is going to start off in this beautiful, wholesome way. And what ended up happening for many times is my alarm goes off and I'm like, absolutely not. No, I'm not ready to get, I'm not ready to start the day. I'm going to snooze. So I snooze for some time, or maybe I'll start to scroll the news. And it's not this idyllic version of starting my day that I had thought I was going to wake up to. And there'd be moments then where I'm like, wow, like I, this is when I need to practice. How, how, how am I not making this a priority? And how am I not w waking up when my alarm comes off? I'm really bringing this into my life and keeping it in my, into my life. But I think I also realized that, you know, this is setting those expectations, those unrealistic expectations when you're going through a lot in life can make things even more difficult. And so these last, I would have to say like these last few weeks, my practice has shifted from meditation and breathing. I mean, clearly I'm still breathing, thankfully, and maybe doing some mini meditations, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been more of just a practice of grace. So like, when that alarm clock goes off and 
I just want to snooze instead of me kind of beating myself up in my mind and being like, you should be getting up. Why aren't you doing this? It's more like you probably need the rest. Let yourself rest. Let yourself be still. And I have to say, I don't think I would have been able to do that a couple years ago. I don't think I would have been able to just be okay with not having this consistent meditation practice or feel like I'm doing this and I'm putting my, my the fingers in air quotes, this wellness practice every day. Um, but the practice of grace has been my, my constant um, these last few weeks. So I don't know. I don't know if that resonates with you at all when you think like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to commit to this, and this is how it's going to be. And then it doesn't turn out that way because you're just caring so much. Do we then have the capacity to be like, that's cool. It didn't work out. But this is where I need to be. I'm going to honor that. Oh, I, I can completely relate. I was just thinking, um, as you were saying that, I was just thinking over the past two or three weeks, I felt, well, let me go back. One of the things that I really appreciate about your meditations is that it allows me to be present. It encourages me to be present in the moment. And over the last few weeks, I felt like I've, I've been a, a backseat rider to my own life that my duties and everything have dictated my life. And so I want to get back to being present, to being the conductor or the driver of my life versus being, being duty driven and being this, this observer of my life, if that makes any sense. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. And I think the practice of presence is like a lifelong practice. <laughs> we, we don't, I wish, I wish we were brought into that type of practice at a really early age. Um, Cause to learn it as an adult to like kind of pause and be like, cool, where am I at? How are things? What are, what are the things that are happening? What is true in this moment? Um, to learn that later in life is hard because we have, multiple distractions. We feel obligated for certain things. Um, we might even have the conversation in our minds and our hearts that uh, I don't have time for this. This can't be a priority right now because I have to take care of this and this, like you said, the duties, all the things that are in front of me. But I wonder too, like when you talk about being present, but then also being the driver, because there's so much, and I'm like, I, this is the reminder that I've had these last few months. Like, there's so much out of our control. So, we can't necessarily drive things, be the driver solely. At least that's kind of my thought with it. Um, and dictate where we want to go and what we want to do. I mean, yes, we, we can be active in our decisions that we're making, and we can be active in our responses and aware of that. But when I heard you say, like, being the driver, but also being present, what came to my mind was, okay, like, let's say I'm in this situation. I didn't really want to move out of my apartment. I love where I live and I live in Chicago and the housing market in Chicago is pretty bonkers right now. So like on paper, I would never choose to live to, to move. I'm sorry. I would never choose to move at this time, but I kind of have no choice. So I can't drive that decision. I'm not gonna be able to drive the decision to stay. I have to move. But then where I see myself trying to be more of that driver and more active is, okay, well, I can be angry at the situation, which that's going to cause stress. I'm going to have anxiety. I'm not going to sleep. And it's going to have that ripple effect. Or I can just be like, yeah, this situation angers me. Plan for this. It's going to be hard, but it's going to be okay. 
and maybe I just need to sit here and just sit. <laughs> and like I can, I can choose almost like that response or I can choose how I meet this moment knowing that, yeah, it's going to be stressful, but I'm going to maybe distance myself for that, for that from a moment. Like I'm not going to let that stress be too heavy on me. Or maybe tomorrow I'm going to let myself, you know, get distracted by watching TV or whatever it might be and just be okay with that because things are stressful. I can't drive or choose those things that are happening to me, but I can kind of drive how I adjust in those moments. Does that, when you said that, I was like, yeah, that sounds great, but I know I I can't drive everything, but I can drive in the moment what might be happening. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And when I think about driving and maybe, maybe it's in this context where maybe I feel like I have the illusion of driving and I'm actually one of those Teslas that drive (laughs) themselves. Nice. But you, but you hit on a very, very important point because I've always felt like I agree with what you just said a hundred percent. We can't control the things that happen around us, but we can control how we react to it. And so I felt personally that my reactions have been, I don't want to say predetermined, but my, I felt like I haven't been a full participator in my reactions and I can blame it on busyness. I can blame it on a lot of different things, but I just, I felt like life for a little bit was kind of getting away and I've, and I've just kind of given into my busyness. And, and so one thing that I really appreciate about your meditation sessions is for those moments, I can be right where I am, every part of me right where I am. And so it's something I'm excited about. And and it and I kind of use it as a reset for me. And it's it it's something that that I really cherish. So thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm glad that you know these practices and tools you find helpful. So I would I need to pass the gratitude on to all my teachers and everyone who I've learned from <laughs> to be able to share in that, in that space and in that capacity. Um, and I think, you know, a little, a little can go a long way. I, I'm also curious, like, as we now head into, holy cow, it's, it's May. So soon to be heading into almost the second half of 2023, which is kind of bonkers to me, <laughs> but I'm thinking more of like, like having little check-ins and those moments to be present and the re I love how you use the word resetting, like thinking more about that. Cause that to me is realistic in the busyness of my world as well. And letting that be like, that's my practice. Like I'm doing the work so that when larger things happen that are out of my control, I know that I can come back to those tools. Like I know that, yep, things are real messy right now and I don't have a clear vision of what's going to happen next, but I got these tools that I can come back to even for a minute, even for a few minutes. And I think that to me then becomes like that ongoing lifelong practice of being present because it's not, again, I just don't feel like it's going to be this like cookie cutter every day from, and maybe for some it is. So listeners out there, if you have that consistent practice, like good on you, that is working for you. That's awesome. 
But for others who might not have that consistency, like our practice becomes maybe the variety in the day, the variety of the practice, but just like keep coming back to like the breath, keep coming back to this present moment, keep inviting grace at the times when you can feel that negative chatter or like BC, you said, like you can feel yourself giving into the busyness and I don't know, maybe sometimes that's okay because I know like you're doing amazing work and I bet the folks that you're working with and what you're producing people really, I would hope people are really grateful for it. <laughs> um, and you know, work sometimes we have to do, but maybe we enjoy it. So the busyness can be there and maybe we're given into it and maybe the practice becomes like, Oh, you know, I've really, I've kind of let myself just get a little bit too pulled in this one direction. And I'm not really feeling active in, in my own participation of life. I'm noticing that. Okay, now where do I go from there? You know, like, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm very much centering the practice of grace these days. So I offer that to you, Billy, of like bringing some grace. And even if you're like, man, I'm just, I'm giving into this piece. I can feel it. And maybe tomorrow I'm going to give in again. But maybe that's where I need to be right now. And maybe the next day things start to shift a little bit. Well, I appreciate I appreciate that very, very much, MB. And MB, it's just good to be back with you. Likewise, it really is. I I feel very um we have to we have to <laughs> do this more often because when I chat with you, I feel a sense of calm and presence <laughs> just with our conversation. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel the same way during and after and, and before our conversations. So I'm very, very appreciative of that. And I'm appreciative of all of you listening. Thank you so much for listening to Do Better Media. Thank you so much for listening to Do Better Media. Once again, if you like what you heard, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and on most other podcast platforms. Please don't forget the hashtag when searching for Do Better Media on your favorite podcast carrier. See you soon.